Welcome to Real Oklahoma Business, a podcast where you can learn the story behind the entrepreneurs, CEOs, and small business owners that bring jobs, innovation, and growth to Oklahoma. Get tips from experienced local business owners and support Oklahoma by knowing who you can hire locally for expert service. I'm your host, Jimmy Steele, and this is Real Oklahoma Business. Where can you go when you need to find flexible, affordable event space? Not something that fits 300 people and costs an arm and a leg and has to be booked out years in advance. I'm talking about an intimate setting that can be perfect for a photo shoot or a small wedding or getting your business team out of the office to plan for the next quarter or the next year. Affordable, flexible event space is what Kelsey Thompson does. She is the founder of White Moose Studios and she has several locations around the Oklahoma City area with plans to grow. In this interview, we talk about how these flexible spaces can be so convenient and helpful for other businesses uh, and her plan for her own business. So without further ado, let's dive in and learn more from Kelsey Thompson. Kelsey, welcome to the show today. So happy to have you. Hi, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. The, the reason why I wanted to talk with you, um, and I'm, I'm here with Kelsey Thompson from White Moose Studios, is you have kind of a unique business. Uh, and I think it solves a real problem that other business owners have when they need some sort of meeting space, but I don't wanna get into that too much. I want you to kind of tell me about it and what White Moose Studios is all about. Um, To get started, why don't you just tell me about you and sort of what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely, thanks for asking. So I I definitely grew up here in Oklahoma. Um, Small business is something I've always had an interest in. I launched a photography business named uh, Kelsey Lane Photo 2009 and really, Just started out with a camera, enjoyed taking pictures, babies, families, uh, weddings. But more recently, I moved into a space where I was working with small business owners, and I found that I really, really like that. Working with small business owners to help them improve their online presence through beautiful photos was something that just sparked a joy in me. But what I quickly realized was that I needed a studio space. Right. Um, So didn't really want to justify the overhead of having my own space because I knew I wouldn't use it a lot. Of course, for weddings, you know, wasn't, wasn't going to be needing a studio space. And so I started exploring options on how can I, how can I have a studio and justify the overhead expense of a, of, of a studio mm-hmm. um, to grow my business in the direction I wanted. And, and it quickly became apparent to me that sharing a studio space with other photographers would allow me to do that. It would allow me to, to be in there and shoot when I wanted, but also help with the overhead by renting it out to other photographers. And that's really where White Moose Studios was born. I got you. So primarily photographers use the space with you, but I know you've kind of expanded beyond that too. Um, yes, yes, yes. So what all is out there in terms of like how you're using the space now? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, my, my photography business that I've been doing for almost a decade now uh, took a turn into serving small businesses. And through that process, I realized most small business owners also need a space to operate. They need a space to work within. Uh, sometimes they can justify the overhead of having their own private space. And sometimes that's not a practical or even a good idea for their business, um, especially starting out or if they don't need a space all the time. So as we expanded, uh, we've opened a second location, and that location is an event venue and a meeting space. It's really a a small business incubator space for small businesses who need a blank canvas to come in and create, uh, whether that be a photographer creating photos or 
a dance uh, studio that's looking at maybe opening a second location or an individual yoga instructor that maybe wants to open their own studio and they want to test and see what their following is. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the, the space uh, and the way they've expanded is they are just a, a blank box that has some key elements in there, um, like some furniture and some uh, pleasant decor uh, that's appealing and modern to a large audience. Um, so you can rent it by the hour or by the day um, and come in and use the space however you want. Okay. And so ideally, most likely, there's probably, like you said, it could be as little as by the hour, um, but really probably um, certain blocks. Um, and I guess I'm trying to think of it, you know, from the from like the, the yoga studio standpoint, you know, it might be that they have an hour or two, a couple days out of the week, uh, and they just have that consistent schedule. I'm guessing you, you have yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that's exactly right. Um, and really, I'm flexible on what the need of that small business owner. Um, I want them to meet them where they are, and if we can make it work together. And it's not a perfect fit for everyone, but yes. Yeah, so a yoga instructor that wanted to teach Monday and Tuesday evenings, uh, maybe five thirty to six thirty, um, and they wanted to do a three month commitment to test it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we'll do that. Awesome. Yeah, see the 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 thought that came to mind when I was when you were first telling me about the space is that I always think of like business more and like the you know if you if you want to do something different with your team you know like if you want to if you want to take them out and like have a um, like a team building sort of exercise or something like that out of the office in a different location where there yeah. aren't a lot of spaces that you can get that are that are both private they're big enough that they will fit you know i and you'll have to tell me what your kind of like the occupation size or i'm sorry the occupancy size is but i mean that'll fit you know 20 people easily but you actually have a private space that other folks aren't walking into because you know for me it's like i'll see um and of course my mind just went blank for a second there but they'll there'll be the co-working spaces that will have nice meeting rooms which are fantastic but there's also a whole lot of other activity that's going on in there. And it's not typically also the, the prettiest setup, if that makes sure, sense. Sure, sure, sure. And so it's like if you wanted to kind of get people away and not have anybody else walk in, but, you know, have a serious meeting or, you know, um, set up a special event, there's kind of a limitations on what's available for that. And so that's yeah. kind of the first pictures that came to mind when I was, when you were telling me about the space. So I just thought it was a, a pretty cool option for, again, small businesses, small teams wanting to do something a little bit different. Yeah, that's, and that's a, a great example of another use of the space. It is hard to find places if you want to do, you know, a company retreat that's still in the city. It's not like you're doing a, a week-long getaway to Southern California to do uh, maybe some business planning. Maybe it's just you need to get off, get out of your, your existing office for your quarterly planning meetings, mm-hmm. um, and you want a, a space where you're going to have a new setup and a, a creative vibe to get your juices flowing. And, and the space is absolutely perfect for that. We actually can help you arrange catering or chairs and tables, nice. um, really whatever you want the space. I actually have a, a client right now. They're getting ready to do, I think they have a team of about 15 people and they need to update their headshots. So mm-hmm. they're bringing in their photographer. They always use renting the space for headshots, but then they're, they're going to rent it for several more hours and actually do some business planning in addition to those headshots. So they're actually using it for both the studio and a more of a business setting planning, planning room. So I love that they're one, you know, one, one user's using it for two applications. And that's awesome. You had mentioned, uh, obviously, the starting point for for your business um, was photography. And again, 10 years ago or so, you've kind of moved into this space and you're up to two locations. What's, what's sort of the direction you see this going or where would you like to take it? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, one that I'm keeping 
keeping at the uh, forefront of my brain and keeps me honestly up at night and excited to think about it. I'm, I've always been one to dream big, uh, maybe not realistically, but definitely dream big. And so I would love to see these in, you know, lots of major cities across the U.S. Mm-hmm. More realistically, and probably the short-term goal was would be to open one in Edmond um, and then be looking at the more Norman area, really wherever wherever there's a need. I've been active, like I said, in the photography community, and, and the photographers have really been the primary uses, users of the space mm-hmm. up until a few months ago. Right. And so I have, I have a, a list of, or not a list, access to around 300 uh, photographers in these Facebook groups and and it's cool because you can say, where do you want the next space to be? And, and they, I, I'm a big fan of not just doing something because you want to. I mean, it's great when you enjoy it, but I would rather meet a need that's going to, you know, set us up for success a little more so than just, oh, I love to, to open spaces and create spaces. I want to make sure that I'm meeting a need. I love that because that's so important. I mean, all business is based off of that. You, you, uh, I'm sure in your experience, you've talked with other um, people who've tried to start businesses and uh, had mixed success. And probably the biggest thing is that it's not just that big idea. It's, it's, are you serving a need? Like, is there a problem out there that this absolutely helps to, to solve in a unique way? And, and again, um, I, I hadn't seen people doing this setup before locally here in Oklahoma. And that's, that's the biggest thing. It's people that are sort of bringing, you probably learned about this idea, you know, uh, at someplace else and put your own spin on it. But, you know, this is something that was newer to the Oklahoma area and really helpful. And so um, very smart on being able to grow or go to the community and find out where to grow next. I, I have to admit, like, where, where do you get sort of your business ideas and directions? Like a couple of the questions that I have written down or just as a business owner, you've been doing this for uh, over 10 years. What, what are the tips that you would give to somebody that's starting a business for the first time? Like what yeah. have you learned? And then sort of what, what I'm, I'm doubling up on you here. So you can, sure, sure, sure. Uh, what sort of, you know, tools or, or books have been sort of like the foundation for changes in your business and sort of being better at it. Cause, cause I definitely, uh, am always looking for, for, for new tips and tricks myself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up and, and you are absolutely correct that this is not an original idea or concept. These types of rentable, really photography studios is what I was most familiar with, but these rentable spaces are truly all over the world in most major cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a lot of them do an unfortunate job of marketing and so I was surprised to learn. And before I opened this space, I, you know, did my market research, what exists here in Oklahoma city? Um, who, who would be the competition? Is there a competition? And I came up completely empty handed. Right. And, and so I was like, Oh, this is, this is brilliant and perfect. Well, once I opened the space and, and started operating, I became aware of five or six other rentable photography studios. I got you. Okay. Uh, and so, but what they, uh, and most certainly they, they do so many things incredibly well, but if I couldn't through extensive internet searches, couldn't find them, right? They're, they're missing people. And so I knew that that had to be a piece of what I was, um, what I was opening up, um, just SEO and there's so many things to learn, but to answer your question on, on uh, inspiration and, and resources. My inspiration is always to look at other larger cities. I feel like Oklahoma city is growing. And so mm-hmm. it's, we have this unique opportunity to learn from other cities who are just ahead of us. What's working about there? What are, what are the up and coming trends? And it's like, how do we prepare to, to implement those in our own city? Um, and I think the studio is most certainly no exception to that. 
my biggest piece of advice and we already touched on is, is meet a need. Don't just do something because you love it. Hopefully you can find a, a way to do both of those. I'm not saying you should just meet a need and not know anything about a subject or a topic or a business, but meet a need before anything. Um, the chances of success are, are going to be tremendously increased if you're meeting a need. The other thing that I'm obsessed with, and I think, I think we, we chatted about this a little bit when we first met, Story Brand. I'm a huge mm -hmm. Don Miller fan. His philosophy on marketing um, and communicating with your constituents on why they need that product or service is, is it's truly changed my business. Um, it's changed the way that I've talked about it. And all of a sudden people are interested in hearing about it uh, yeah. when you're solving a problem for them. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, like you said, we, we talked about that before, just kind of like sharing notes and sharing tips and um, without a doubt, it's the, the marketing has changed essentially where being cute or clever uh, or mysterious or anything along those lines is not, is not the direction to go. So uh, if you have something, if you have a service, if you help solve a problem, you have to state it as clearly as possible, which is why that book is so great. And it solves so many problems when you're talking to a business owner for the first time that, because uh, everything I do is on the marketing side. You know, right. it, it's helping people um, to, you know, you do so much of this stuff visually. And then obviously with your background with story brand um, and just experience, you can, you can help them with messaging and everything else as well. So much of my focus is that, you know, messaging so we can turn it into, you know, advertising, Facebook, um, showing up in Google, all that stuff that you were talking about that uh, where so many businesses struggle. But having that starting point of a clear message and a clear understanding of what your business is, it just has such a direct dramatic impact on what you're able to do getting the word out. So, um, so that's a great one to share. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and I'll definitely put that in the show notes for anybody else that's interested in looking at it. Um, I want to add just on that topic. Yes. I, I recommend everyone read the book, but I do not think in any way, shape or form that that replaces a marketing team or a marketing expert to come in and help you. Mm -hmm. um, it is simply a, a, a awesome tool for someone starting out to get their brain moving in that direction. Yes. There, he has some great tools to get, get the ball rolling and help you start implementing it. But I do also recommend uh, hooking up with an actual expert to make sure you're on the right path because that can really make or break your business. I, I totally agree. And at least what the book does is give you uh, a shared sort of conversation piece when you work with somebody. Absolutely. Um, so that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Well, excellent. Is there anything um, that I, I haven't asked that, that you would like to like to share or, um, or talk about? Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I will not miss an opportunity when speaking with small business owners or medium sized business owners for that matter, and not talk about efficiency in your mm -hmm. processes. I'm a big fan of, of things that you do repeatedly, write it down, have a consistent process for each of your, whether that be clients or if you're making something, but do that process over and over and over and let it be a known process. But efficiency for a small business to me is another make or break deal. A good example and a, a tool that I use is called 17 hats. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, just some client management software, um, but every single client that, that is the, or I should say potential client that reaches out to me, I, I make sure that they are, I have all of my touch points covered and I make sure that I am serving them in the absolute best way because I have that established process. Um, and I have, I'm lucky to have an awesome assistant that helps me with that process. Mm -hmm. um, but it's clear, she's not writing the same email over and over and over because we already have that email written and right. key items that we want to make sure they include. So automation, automation, efficiency, efficiency, can't, can't 
say that enough. Well, I mean, and, and all, thank you for that. I've, I've heard of 17 hats. I have not delved deeply into that. There's, there's obviously um, different tools that are out there for all these things, oh, yeah. but, but having a recommended tool, especially uh, is, is really helpful. Um, and what you were just saying, I mean, to me, that's so often the difference between a business owner, a true business owner, and, you know, someone that maybe loves their craft, but they haven't, they haven't been able to switch their brain over to the side of, okay, how do we make this, how do we make this better? Like always having that conversation of how do we become better for our business? How do we become better for our customers? How do we set up the system so that the experience is always improving or at least is consistent? And, you know, as a business owner, you actually get a little bit of peace of mind that you know where everyone is in the different steps and sort of how your business is doing. So um, that's a huge note because I mean, you know, we can talk about like a studio space or a photography business, but honestly what you're talking about are the things that kind of go into any business. They go completely beyond that, which is solving a problem, uh, having a clear message, and then having systems in place to, um, to execute on your business. So we could wrap up, but I want to grab you for like five more minutes, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, just absolutely. like where, I guess, where did you sort of, have you always been sort of like an operations person or where, what helped you to catch that bug and, and get better sort of at your systems, no matter what your business is? Yeah. Thanks for asking that. I, I think some of it is just general interest. I think as a kid, I was always, neat and clean and orderly. Um, and I'm sure my mother and grandmothers, you know, taught me a lot of those mm -hmm. practices. We would clean up before we would go to bed or put up toys before moving to the next task. And so I'm sure that had an influence, um, on what I'm doing, but really it all started for me out of absolute necessity and not losing my mind. I would like to tell you that it was so I could serve my clients better. But the reality is when I started my business, I had a full-time job that was incredibly demanding and I worked a lot of overtime and mm -hmm. I thought it would be a perfect time to launch a business too. <laughs> and of so of course with no money and no, um, nothing to help me with no one to help me with those processes. The, the job that I was in or the role that I was in was helping open ACM at UCO. So the Academy of Contemporary Music at the university of central Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And it was brand new. Um, we started working here in Edmond before we moved to Bricktown. And when we opened that space, we had, gosh, I think our first class was maybe around 80 students and everything we did was brand new. Um, there was no, nothing had a system or a process and we had to make sure that we loved those students and cared for them well. And in fact, the success of the school opening and being sustainable long-term, you know, I felt like was, was dependent upon us loving and serving those students well. And so those systems, you know, creating, okay, so someone's interested in coming here. Great. Let's take their application. Now the application goes to these people for review. Mm -hmm. The review committee sends it back. And so we were going through these steps over and over and over. And around that same time I was launching my business. Um, and it just made, made sense that all of my clients were just like students coming in. And granted, I didn't have a lot of, a lot of clients, but I honestly, I was losing my mind just trying to keep them straight. And I was dropping the ball on things and did so-and-so get their contract or invoice? And did we plan out their session? Did I tell them what to wear? Uh, there were just lots of steps that happened on every session. Um, and so to keep my mind straight, you know, we created these systems and mm -hmm. every single client got a, a piece of paper with their name at the top and the 25 steps that they would go through from start to finish. Awesome. But uh, I mean, I do think every, every, um, I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions, but almost every business that's dealing with clients or customers, they go through a workflow, whether you think of it in those terms or not, but there's repeating steps that you want, 
you know, and touch points that you want to have with each of those clients or customers. 100%. And I, I, I will say like, it's one of those things that I always uh, have to work hardest at improving. Um, I love the uh, creative side. I love strategy. Um, I love uh, helping people understand sort of unique ways to, um, to advertise their business or get in front of people or simply to understand how, how the technology works um, to, to better connect with your customers. Uh, but processes, which are essential, um, it, it has always been something where I have to really double down in terms of effort to get it right. So I was really hoping you would have just like a, a magic bullet, you know, answer for me on <laughs> how to be better at that. So I, I will uh, say there, there is a somewhat of a magic bullet and, and on a, on a personal note, I would be happy to sit down with you. Cause I think you have more of a system than you probably even realize. Um, but for small business owners, it's literally thinking about from the moment you touch have a touch point with a potential client. Mm -hmm. What do you do? And literally physically writing or typing, whichever, <laughs> you know, each of those steps. Um, and I always like when I'm starting out, I build out, here's what I currently do. Mm -hmm. And then I basically copy and paste it to another one and I, to another document and say, this is what I would like to be doing. So it might take a little bit of time to build in some of those additional steps, but step number one in any workflow is just writing down what you're currently doing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, I, this is uh, great. Um, hopefully it's helpful to everyone else. Um, Kelsey Thompson, I, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, I kept you a little bit extra long because I had some additional questions here. Um, no, I, love I, think I love chatting about that. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to you, uh, uh, where should they go? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place uh, to get a hold of me is, um, my email address is info at uh, whitemoosestudios.com or you can hop on on that website, whitemoosestudios.com and fill out the contact form and we will get back to you real quick. Um, you're also welcome to follow us on social media. Um, it's White Moose Studios. That's uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you're also welcome to reach out to us there. Um, we're always happy to help with efficiency or help you grow your business if, if we can do that. Well, that was going to be the, the last thing I ask. And I'll, I'll make sure to put uh, links um, and email in the show notes so that it's easy access for anybody that wants to get in touch with you. But, you know, aside from just looking for sort of a unique space, whether it's photography, whether it's, uh, you know, a temporary studio, or if it's a sort of like business getaway, is it okay for people to reach out for you uh, to you just I mean, obviously you have different business experiences. Uh, so in terms of strategy or, or any of those kinds of things, is that the best way for them to get a hold of you as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I love chatting with people about that. So I would encourage you to reach out and we'll, we'll grab a coffee or a drink and, and make it happen. Awesome. All right. Well, Kelsey, thank you again. Have Thanks a good for one. having me. Thank you all for taking the time to learn about another great Oklahoma business. Make sure to check out their website, which I'll link to in the show notes. And as always, remember that choosing to hire a locally owned Oklahoma business makes Oklahoma stronger. Until next time, I'm Jimmy Steele, and this is Real Oklahoma Business.